0: everybody, Welcome to episode 223 of the DFS Dose Podcast, your fix of daily fantasy sports information strategy and analysis. I'm your host Ben Hofer, joined as I always am by Joey Carrion. And on today's show, we are back with another edition of the ADP Market Report. Going to check in on this past week's biggest risers and fallers in terms of underdog ADP. And our top faller this week, unsurprisingly, is Rob Gronkowski, who has fallen 102 spots after announcing retirement. We'll talk about the players that get boosted from this as a corollary move shortly, but in terms of Gronk, do you believe that this is truly the end for him? Some people are speculating that he just doesn't want to participate in training camp and all of this or that, and that he might come back during the season, but as of right now, it does seem like he is hanging up the cleats.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's been through a lot in his career. He's dealt with a lot of injuries. You know, he's he's missed multiple seasons at a time. So, I think if he actually is done, I wouldn't blame him at all you know he had a great career will go down as one of the best if not the best tight end ever i i don't know it, it's it's hard for me to think he's actually done you know he could be for sure um i think there there is some truth to him you know not wanting to go through mini camps and training camps and you know, off-season practice. And he could definitely come back when he's ready late in the season for a playoff push. And I think if Brady were to give him a call at the end of the season and be like, yo, we need you. Mm. Come back for for one last Super Bowl run because this is probably Brady's last season. So I think if Brady were to do that, I think Gronk would come back and uh, try and ride off into the sunset with Brady. But if he doesn't, you know, he had a great career and uh, I'll always love Gronk. But I I, if I had to give just my guess, I I think he comes back sometime this season and they try to win one more championship and, and, you know, both retire at the same time and go out as super bowl champions
0: yeah i mean that's nice that's a cool fairy tale and uh ending and all that but like to me it's like if i'm gronk i'm, j- I'm i've done it all at this point you know I- i'm basically going down as the greatest tight end in history i've got the championships i've done it on on two different teams like what what else do i need and gronk isn't like some of these other players where like you know, after football, what's he going to do? Like he's going to be in movies. He's going to be in commercials and stuff. He's hella marketable. Even if he's goofy, like people will still pay him to be in things. I I think it's time to smell the roses. Just, just let it be done.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But it's also harder for some athletes to walk away as as we saw with Brady, right? Some of them just love football so much and maybe that isn't Gronk and (laughs) I don't think it is. So he could definitely stay away. and. He's retired before and came back before, right? But he's he's still kind of young. He's the same age as Kelsey. You know, they're both like 32 and Kelsey's still going. But but like I said, Gronk has had so many injuries throughout his career and he's accomplished so much. So I definitely agree that if he really wants to, he could just be done and, you know, he'll, he'll be set for the rest of his life with all of the stuff that he does, you know, outside of football. And personally, I think he'll come back, but you're right. Um, fairy tales are only... For movies, because that shit does not happen in real life. So
0: No, real life is uh, dark and tragic. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, speaking of dark, uh, Cleveland Browns, I honestly am so sick of talking about this. I don't even want to, but they are like the next six players in terms of biggest fallers. We have talked about <laughs> this legitimately like three weeks in a row. You know, Deshaun Watson... Blah, blah 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 like let's just talk about yeah. it when we have news uh, i'm done like the, yeah. br- the browns are falling uh it- <laughs> it's hard to buy them right now end of story <laughs> what we did get as interesting news though was that alvin Kamara is bracing for a six game suspension he had some battery charges in vegas quite some time ago and you know, the criminal proceedings are still going on right now. Usually the NFL likes to wait before handing out suspensions on on stuff like that, but it's interesting at least that, you know, it made its way into the news cycle that he's bracing for a specific number of games, which is six. It seems like that's the type of suspension that would come with charges like this. How far do you think Alvin Kamara falls, and do you think six games sounds right for the charges here?
1: Yeah, I mean, he beat the shit out of somebody and it was captured on video Mm -hmm. right so the evidence is pretty conclusive and, and pretty damning so i think a six game suspension is probably his most like likely outcome maybe he appeals and they drop it to four or whatever but it still seems like he's going to get suspended for at least a month of the nfl season and you definitely have to knock him a little bit obviously Playoff weeks are the most important weeks in a format such as underdog or draft kings. But still, you can't draft you know, your RB1. That's going to miss guaranteed the first six weeks of the season, or at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think he gets knocked down probably seven to eight running back spots, and I could see him going around you know, the fourth or, or fifth round, kind of where like Chris Godwin is going just because, you know, he's a talented player. He's going to be one of the best players uh, when he's healthy, but you know, he's going to miss games. So I, I think realistically he dropped from a second round pick to a fo- maybe mid to late fourth round pick. Uh And, and he probably goes as the RB 18, RB 19, and he's currently the RB 12 right now. So I, I think a little drop is necessary for Kamara once the suspension gets confirmed.
0: I agree with that. I I mean, will you still be buying at that price, I guess, is the important question. I feel like I will be, because the thing about Alvin Kamara is there's just zero question whatsoever when he's on the field. He's absolutely elite. Over the past five seasons, he hasn't finished lower than running back eight in fantasy points per game over a given season. He has three finishes in the top five. So he's just absolutely stone elite. They have no competition in the backfield. This offense should be better with Jameis Winston in my opinion, as to what it was last year. So if Alvin Kamara is a fringe fourth, fifth round pick, I'll definitely be buying and just lowering my average uh, ADP cost of the shares that I have been accumulating up to this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely just gotta buy Kamara because once he comes back, he's going to be an absolute workhorse, right? There's no competition for touches in that backfield besides an old Mark Ingram at this point. And I I think obviously him missing those six games hurts a ton, but you can mitigate that by you know draft drafting six running backs is probably the build that you would want to go for if you're taking a guy like Kamara um, and just kind of survive those first six weeks with quantity at the running back position. So yeah, I I think you definitely still have to be buying Kamara, but his ADP is 100% going down at least like 15 to 20 spots. So just personally, I would just wait until it does to start drafting Kamara. But as of right now, I would be fading him completely at his current adp of 22.9
0: no that makes sense i mean if if we know that the same thing is going to cost less two weeks from now it's probably better to just wait and buy them Um, yeah definitely agree all right let's talk about our top risers the biggest riser was cameron Brait, obviously a direct corollary of the rob gronkowski retirement news he's up 31.8 spots, so a pretty sizable jump for sure um are, are you looking at this situation as one where Cameron Bray is going to step in now and be the primary pass-catching tight end for the Bucks.
1: Yeah, I think so, right? There's no Gronk there. They let O.J. Howard walk in free agency, so Cameron Bray is really the only guy there that has familiarity in the offense and that has some, you know, chemistry and a repertoire with Brady, so I definitely think he's a solid pick, and I mean, he was an even better pick before Gronk retired, obviously, and I'd did take some shots on him in you know the 18th, 19th, 20th rounds just because he was going to play a little bit uh, even with Gronk there and he's the tight end 23 now and I think that's just going to continue to rise. I think I would have him inside the top 20 so he's still a buy to me right now at his current ADP but once he starts pushing like tight end 18 or 17 if he gets to that point that's kind of when I would uh, stay away but he should have some nice touchdown upside as a tight end three on your team for sure.
0: Yep. Russell- Russell Gage also moving up. He's up about a half round. Uh, I think it's sort of the same same story. It's, you know, Gronk retires. So where are these targets going to go? And, you know, people think middle of the field. They think Russell Gage with Chris Godwin unlikely to be starting at the beginning of the season. And that makes sense. I've already been buying Gage. Uh, I'll continue to buy Gage. This doesn't really change much for me as long as his ADP doesn't get too, too crazy. I'll still be buying uh, shares of Gage. It's pretty simple to me.
1: He's like the second or third option in, in the passing game on a Tom Brady-led offense. I think Russell Gage is a fine buy, and obviously he should perform pretty well in those first six weeks. And once Chris Godwin is back ready to go, well, we don't know how long Chris Godwin is going to be out because the, the pub list is only four games, right? So he could miss the first month of the season, which is likely but we don't know if he's gonna miss any more games after that so i guess we really don't know how long godwin's gonna be out but i think for at least a month russell gage is gonna be the number two receiver and then even when godwin's back he's gonna be the number three option in that offense and you know they made it a point to go out and get him and wasn't there something like brady called him and told him to come to tampa bay or something he he wants that you know julian edelman type player just over the middle of the field, low A dot. That's Russell Gage.
0: Gage is currently going as the wide receiver 38, up two spots in the last seven days. The next two biggest risers are guys that we talked about last week in Jarek McKinnon and Marlon Mack. If you guys are interested in our in-depth takes on those guys, you can go back and find the ADP Market Report episode from last week. I don't think we need to go back in on them. Isaiah McKenzie is a riser this week, up 5.2 spots. I think that this is directly correlated to an article from The Athletic that has said that McKenzie has been one of Allen's top targets throughout camp and that he seems to have a legitimate chance to actually just outright win the slot job over Jameson Crowder, which I mean, if you're looking at their ADPs, that's not the story that the public is believing. But uh, McKenzie is going from a guy on underdog who's legitimately barely drafted. His ADP was 213. It's up to only 208. But I do think that McKenzie should absolutely be being drafted. He's the cheapest asset in the Bills offense. And he could be out there on, you know, a lot of plays if he wins the slot job outright.
1: Yeah. And uh, he showed, you know, last season against the Patriots that he can have spike weeks right for sure. if given the opportunity and you know winning that slot job is obviously in the range of outcomes for him and that's not factored into his current price at least i don't believe it is and either way he's he's the wide receiver four and it's football injuries happen if things break his way like he could become you know a uh, uh, factor in that bill's offense led by josh allen and he's got a a good athletic profile obviously he's on he's on the shorter side but in the past they've shown that they can manufacture touches for him they'll give him handoffs out of the backfield so this is just a player that if he's out on the field they might look for ways to get him the ball uh, just because he is pretty explosive and he does have that big play upside. And and like you said, he's just the cheapest asset on the best offense in the NFL. So you got to be buying Isaiah McKenzie at his current price. You just have to. He's wide receiver 92.
0: Yeah, I think he's one of the best uh, last round picks you can make on underdog.
1: If he doesn't work out, it's like whatever. He's an 18th round pick but if he does work out you're sailing to the money
0: right you could be getting cole beasley of years past plus in the 18th round like i'm all, I'm all yeah. about that also does it do anything for you that he was recently on america's got talent and josh allen organized a bunch of bills to come to the facility after hours to support him and, and watch the yeah, show i saw that i saw that
1: yeah it seems like all of the bills guys are, are pretty tight on offense
0: it does. It does indeed. So, uh,
1: that's a good sign for fantasy. They all trust each other. Josh Allen hangs out with all of them, plays video games with all of them. You know, just guys being dudes.
0: Yeah, you love to see it. And I, I didn't read anything about uh, Jameson Crowder being on America's Got Talent. So... <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to be it for episode 223 of the DFS Dose podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the DFS Dose, as well as our personal Twitters. I'm at Ben Hover, Joey's at Joey Carrion DFS. We'll be back on Sunday at noon Eastern for the next edition of the Best Ball Brunch. Gonna hop on, do a stream, do a draft if you guys want to connect with us and stay up to date know exactly when we're gonna go live join any of our streams or just you know chat about life best ball whatever you can do so via the free discord channel that we have the link to join that is in the show notes to the podcast to everybody listening out there we appreciate you we value you until next time let's stay accountable and keep it authentic bye